0: Everyone, all right? How are you guys? How is everybody out there?
1: <laughs> yep, you know how we do it. Just wait for a few people to come on. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Waiting for a few folks to come mm-hmm. on. Um, just want to just say we had a good week. A good week,
1: Pretty good week. Anytime right. you make it through a week, you had a good week.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right.
1: <laughs> uh, Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we just, uh, like I said, just give him a few minutes to come on. Yeah, I just want to say hello to you guys,
0: and we are excited to be here tonight, and like Bishop said, we're waiting for some folks to come on into the cafe. We have a really good subject that we're going to tackle on tonight. We want folks to get free, get free, get free. It's time to get free in your soul, your mind, and your spirit. It's time to live the best life, your best life now. You know, God wants you to live your best life right now. He does not want you to be having the problems that, you know, you might be having uh, with what's going on in your life, you know, due to, you know, things that happened in your past. So we're going to talk about this stuff tonight, you know. uh, Yeah, we're going to give a few more minutes. Give a few more minutes and then we'll go ahead Uh, and get started. We are very grateful and very thankful to be with you guys tonight. So. Right. <laughs> Are we? I mean, aren't you? <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Oh God. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, okay, so. okay. Mm-hmm. So yes. Um, anyway, babe, well, how was your day? Yeah, you had a good Sunday so far?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. My Sunday wasn't bad at all. All
0: right. It was a good Sunday. Okay,
1: okay. Yep no complaints
0: all right okay yeah no complaints yeah no complaints god is amazing you know he is truly (laughs) truly amazing if we let god be amazing in our lives he can be amazing but we have to let you know so yeah we want (laughs) to talk to you guys and uh let go and let god yes all right, All right, so you ready to uh I'm well ready. let's go. Welcome to it's the marriage, marriage cafe where marriages marriage come, come alive, alive through, through the, the word, word of God. God. I'm Prophet Lister Pittman. I'm Bishop William Pittman. And um, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna touch on this subject. You know, we wanna help people to become free tonight. You need to become free in your soul, your mind, your spirit. And uh well, let's so let's go, go to go the Lord, Lord in prayer. prayer. Pray. i right. uh, you want me to pray. I want you to pray. All right. I'll pray. All right. <laughs>
1: Dear Lord, we're so thankful and so grateful that you've given us another opportunity to come live tonight. Yes. We thank you uh, for the word you've given us. We thank you for the people that tuned in tonight to this podcast. And Lord, we just say thank
0: you for yes. being in
1: our lives. And Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray.
0: Amen. 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 amen, amen. amen and amen. So anywho. i right. go first? <laughs> uh, yeah. I just wanted right. to talk to you guys tonight. On, you know, allowing, um, stop stop letting your childhood trauma, misconceptions, run and, you know, run to run your life. You you know, and negative, also negative affirmations. Sometimes we allow negative things that happen to us as children that we hold on to um, become the thing that runs our life as the adults we are today. And so we want to talk to you guys about that because, you know, nobody should be still stuck. You shouldn't still be stuck at 15 years old, wherever whenever that trauma happened in your life. If it happened at 12, you shouldn't still be stuck at 12. You shouldn't be a 12 year old uh, still living in a 52 year old body or a 36 year old body, you know. And, you know, sometimes childhood trauma has a way of ruining and running your life, you know, today as the adult that you are today. And so I want to talk about this, you know, because we have been seeing a lot of this actually go on, a lot of it. And a lot of it in families where, you know, the the children, they grow up, they become adults, and then they want to blame mom and dad for things that happened to them as children. Yes, mom and dad probably had some things to do with some things that happened in your life. But when you, once you've reached a, a certain age in life, you should not still be blaming your mom and dad. By now, if you're in your 30s, your 40s, even in your 20s, at some point, you have to take ownership of your own life. And you can't, you know, if those things were traumatizing to you and they was dictating, you know, how your life has been going all this time, then guess what? Tonight is your night to get free. Totally, totally free tonight. And so that's what we want to talk to you guys about, because you cannot stay stuck. You got to unstick yourself. You got to get free from, you know, the things that you feel as though your mother or your father didn't raise you you know, the way that you felt as though you should be raised, you know, no, no child comes with a book to raise it. Okay. Other than the word of God, we have the word of God that can teach us how to raise children. But other than that, we didn't get a book in our hands saying, okay, you're going to have, you know, so-and-so, and here's the book on how to raise them. You know, we all have to learn, right? We all gotta we got to learn, gotta learn yeah. as we go along, you know, right? We we learned as we went along. No parent is perfect, so you can't, as a child, grow up being in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, your fifties, and so on and so forth, and continue to say that it was because of you know my parents is why I'm not as far as I could be today, or because you know you know I'm I, I have this alcoholism because you know of what I went through in my childhood. And I don't, you know, and you don't know how to get, you know, to get past it. No, at some point in our lives, you know, like I said, we have to take ownership. Okay. Ownership of, yes, things happen to you. Things happen to a whole lot of kids when they were children. And like I said, nobody wrote the book other than God on how to parent. And if that parent wasn't a man or a woman of God at that time or didn't believe in God the way, you know, a lot of us believe today, then guess what? You wasn't going to get that, you know, That teaching, that learning. You know, our parents taught us the best way that they could. You know, I know my mom did. You know, my mom was a single mom for years before she got married, you know. And so my mom did the best that she could do for me. And it was never one time that I ever went back to my mother to say, you know, mom, you beat me. You did this to me. You did that to me. And, you know, because you did that to me, you know, I can't, you know, do these things in my life. No, it made me the woman I am today. From the spankings that I got from my mother and the responsibility that was placed upon me, you know, to take on, you know, what I needed to take on at that time. It made me responsible for me, my daughter, my own family, you know, and especially when I had my daughter at a um, at 15 years old, it made me totally responsible for her. So I was being prepared. You know, you don't understand that you're being prepared for life. When your parents are or trying to teach you discipline or, or trying to give you discipline or trying to give you responsibility, you know, and had my mom not given me the responsibility of my sisters and brothers, you know, and, you know, I wouldn't to probably know how to take care of my daughter. I want to know how to dress her and, and, and you know, and keep her clean and do all the things that my mom, you know, taught me and the things that my our mom did for us when we were children. You know, my mom, you know, she was a, a great mom. In the sense that she took care of us, you know, making sure we were clean, making sure we looked at nice every time we went out. I mean, my mom didn't have no a lot of money. But if you would see us, you would think she did. You would think that she spent all this money on us, but she never did. And so those qualities, I took those things right there, and I began to shape my family with those same qualities. Now, there were some things that did happen, you know, like um some sexual abuse and those kind of things and stuff like that. But you know what? Those are the things that later on started to try to shape my life. But you know what? God delivered me. You know, he delivered me because, number one, I wanted to be delivered. And number two, you know, I was able to talk to my, you know, mom about the situation, you know, Um, even though it wasn't a sit down, you know, calm conversation. But we had it and it was heard. And, you know, then, you know, after a while, you start to you're supposed to grow from that. You're not supposed to still stay stuck. You're still not supposed to be still hurt by this stuff and crying about this stuff and all these different things. And you look at people today and even some of the stars that are out there today, you know, like just you know, the current rapper that just passed away, you know, and they just did his funeral yesterday. You know, this person was stuck because of things that happened to him when he was a kid. And he stayed stuck in his whole entire adult rap life, rapping and everything, still stuck at 13 or 14 years old whenever that situation happened with the friend. You know, the friend that took and turned him on to drugs and he couldn't get off the drugs all that time. You mean to tell me, out of all his entire life from the time he was 13, you know, nobody around him could help direct him to get himself together and to stop doing this stuff he was doing. It is ridiculous, is what I'm saying, is how we allow childhood traumas or childhood, you know, deceptions come in and ruin our lives, and we don't have to do that. So I want to talk to you about that a little bit. And I put on on the episode. I said this episode is about how, as an adult, going along in life, how your childhood trauma is affecting how you do business. It affects how you do business. It affects how you are in relationships. If you let it, it affects, you know, your fears. It affects how you confront others. It affects how you live. It affects how you, what you speak over yourself. Cause some people run around speaking negative over themselves, you know, running around. I'm the black sheep of the family. People don't like me. The devil is always after me. You, I, I'm trying to tell you, i talk to people all the time and I hear this stuff come out of their mouths. And they're supposed to be men and women of God that speaks this stuff. And it's like, wait a minute, what happened to you and your kid and your childhood that you say in this stuff over yourself? You know, also too, and how you parent, it also affects that. So tonight we want to help you guys to get free, 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 because you need to get free from, you know, this situation. You can't keep going on alone in life. And expecting life to be better if you never, you know, sit down and deal with your childhood traumas. If you Mm -hmm. never just forgave the person who did something to you, or you never forgave your mom for how she probably raised you. Your mama raised you the best that she could. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, when Mm -hmm. you say that, I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. I want you to elaborate a little bit here. (laughs) Yeah. So you know what I mean. Your dad Mm -hmm. probably raised you the best they knew how. You know. So it is not for you to take. How they raised you and use it as a sense like well you know you know you got some parents out there that didn't raise their kids that wasn't a good parent you know what i mean but even there then so you became an adult and once you became an adult that is a whole nother situation you still, yeah, you're you have you probably had a parent that did not take care of you, that probably didn't discipline you, that didn't care about you. But somewhere what I'm saying down the line, somebody, God sent somebody your way to take care of you or to help you or to care about you at some point in your walk. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm saying is is that people need to take that, whatever it was, whoever that person was, whatever that positivity was, why can't you draw from that? to begin to make your own wiser decisions as an adult. Because I couldn't still keep living in sexual abuse because of what my stepfather did. I couldn't keep living there. And and, and not only just him, I had two uncles that did it as well. And I couldn't stay stuck there and say to myself, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and because they did this to me, I can't be with my husband sexually or I can't get married. You got some people who was affected by like that. Like they won't even let their husbands touch them or you got some wives out there, you know, that have husbands that maybe had that same trauma and they can't be touched or they don't want to be sexual or maybe they overly sexual or whatever it, it might be, you know, but you can't let, you know, I couldn't let that situation come in and just affect my whole entire life and live my whole entire life saying, Oh, I can't do this. And I can't do that. And I can't go here and I can't go, you know, if you spent your life doing that, you might as well just, you might well just not even be alive. You know?
1: Yeah, well, let me check on that. Go ahead. Because, you know, a lot of people, like you said, uh, there's no book written on how to raise a child. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is, this you know, a lot of it do affect you, your parents. You mm-hmm. know? But you got to look at it this way, too. We say the same thing. It wasn't no book written, mm-hmm. you know, to raise a child. Think about it when I, when my, our parents raised us. Yes. They were, they learned it from their parents. Yes. So if their parents didn't know what the right way to do, uh-huh. it just is watered down. Yes. Even today, it's getting uh-huh. worse. It's uh-huh. getting, you know, it's going more and more. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Less and less. Uh-huh. So what I'm trying to tell you, like I was talking to my wife earlier, uh-huh. my mom in the beginning, you know, I had to raise my sister, you know, uh-huh. and. And I was like, "Why well, I got to babysit, you know, my sister. Why well, I got to take care of her. Mm-hmm. But now when I look back over the years, my mom was a single parent. Yes. So she needed help. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you don't think about those things you don't think about back then. But when you get older and you look at it, you'd be like, yeah, she needed me. Right. You know, I was the oldest. Mm-hmm. So I had to be responsible. Somebody's yes. got to be responsible. Mm-hmm. But my mom did tell me, hey. Make sure that door is locked. Mm-hmm. You know, don't open that door for nobody. Yep. So she taught me the things to do. And really, when you're growing up as a child and you the oldest one, mm-hmm. you, you got to learn, but you got to be taught. Yes. You can't hold the person accountable if you don't teach them anything. That's this right. is the problem with some parents. Yes. You can't hold that child accountable responsible mm-hmm. if you haven't taught them to do the right
0: thing. yes if you see, haven't my taught them mom responsibility. told me mm-hmm.
1: not to touch that door yes so i knew not to go to that door and unlock that that's door. right you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. she put it there hey you open that door you're gonna get a whooping yes you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i didn't want though my mom was a big woman right. so <laughs> i understand what mm-hmm. uh the bible says spare the rod spare the child and see spoiled the child well, spoil yeah right <laughs> the child. yeah so anyway mm-hmm. what i'm saying is this when you don't discipline that child or you don't teach them the right thing and start holding them accountable they feel as though they can do whatever they want to do and get away with it mm-hmm. and that's how you start creating bad children or bad behavior yes because you you let them get away with this and you're not teaching them anything. You're yes. not giving them any discipline. Yes. No, this is not, this is why I told you this.
0: Yes, exactly. You
1: know, yes. and if you do this, something bad could happen. You could open that door and somebody could rob us, hurt you, or do whatever. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to let kids know, a lot of parents don't let kids know the consequences of their actions. Of their actions. You know, you go with this man, because he, remember back in the day, they used to say, come here, kid, you know, I got some candy for you yep. and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And your parent would tell you, run. Yeah. Y'all go to that car. That's but right. now some kids, they, they parents really didn't tell them mm-hmm. and they think everybody is nice. Yes. And you know, oh, he's giving me candy. Mm-hmm. And they go with that man and then wind up being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. But making a long story short, just like you saying, mm-hmm. our childhood affects us. But we starting to realize you get grown, you get older, somewhere down the line, you should have got some help in this area. Yep. Or you should say, like we doing, you look over what happened in your life and then, you know, I thank God for my mom. Mm-hmm. you know yes i thank god for what i learned along the way yes. you know i could have held on to that my father you know not being around all these years mm-hmm. but now me and my father got a good relationship yes and what we trying to tell you tonight you can't keep being stuck and blaming other people this is the problem yes that some people That's have great. yes you want to keep blaming your mom your dad or or how they treated the other kids and yes. all this type of stuff. Yes. But now you have grown. Yes. And you spent all those years holding that against your parents. And you look back over your life now, 20, 30, 40 years, mm-hmm. you still stuck.
0: Yes, you still you know, stuck. Yeah. Like you were saying,
1: some people still stuck at they still whatever 15 their age. Or was. they still 13. Yeah, they yeah. have
0: not grown up past that. But yeah. they're living in a 50-year-old body or a 30-year-old body.
1: And like you said, with, too, with a
0: 12-year-old mindset. Mm-hmm. That is, and Like you that said, too,
1: you can't keep blaming people for what you get involved in. Right. Like if somebody told you to do drugs. Right. You know, still you. They're not forcing it on you. They yes. just presented it to, to you. you. This yes. is what the devil do to yes. us. He tempts us. You uh-huh. know, the devil don't make you do anything. Yes. It's just there for you. But now you made a decision yes. to do it and now keep going with it. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somebody can offer you a drink. Yes. It's up to you to say yes or no. That's right. And that's what people are not getting yeah. Don't yeah. make excuses for what you know. You know, you know, everybody know right and wrong. Yes. If you know this is wrong, don't try to hold up. My mom didn't teach me that or my dad didn't teach me mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. why I'm doing this. No. You doing this because of you.
0: Yes. That's Don't right.
1: make no excuses for what you doing wrong. Right.
0: Right. You, you can't keep. Yeah, because you can't keep you can't going. Blame
1: somebody else for
0: what you doing. Right. But you can't live in the past. Exactly. That's that's basically. Can not read that scripture? Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to read First um, Corinthians thirteen and seven. That's what it 11. is. Thirteen and eleven.
1: Yeah. First Corinthians chapter thirteen verse eleven yes. says this. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. Mm-hmm. I understood as a child. Mm-hmm. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish, childish things.
0: Come on now. Come on. You know, so right there, the Bible tell you when you were a child and you go through some things, okay, yeah, you're going to go through some things because yes. at that time you were a child. But people evolve. Mm-hmm. People grow. Why people don't think people grow? People grow nobody stays the same. So what I'm saying is somewhere down the line in your life and in the lives of others that are struggling right now with the fact that they didn't get this when they were a kid or they didn't get that when they were a kid or their daddy did this or their mama did that, you have to grow and evolve. You shouldn't still be stuck as a kid. When you was a kid, that's that's what happened to you as a kid. But when you become a full grown adult, you should be able to take whatever that negative energy was, forgive that situation and move on so that you could get past it to get to other things that God has planned for you in your life. Like, right. You know, like you have people, you know, and I want to I want to free some people tonight on younger brothers and sisters versus older brothers and sisters. OK, mm-hmm. younger siblings versus the older siblings. What is it with the older siblings being jealous of the younger siblings? Or the older siblings having a problem with the younger siblings because they felt as though the younger siblings were, um, you know, they were treated better. Well, you know what? Let me free you right now because you know what? I had that same problem. I used to feel like, you know, my mom would treat, you know, the younger the younger siblings better than she did the older ones. But it wasn't that. It was that at that particular time that my mother raised me and my sister, the one that passed away, Tina. We, my, It was a different time for her. She was a single mom. And so she had to raise me and Tina the way she sought it to raise us. She didn't raise us bad. She didn't do bad at all with us. We didn't grow up to go get in trouble or to be out there in the streets or to rob or to steal or to kill. We didn't do any of that. So she taught us very well. And at that the way that she raised us, she wasn't as financially uh, blessed as she was as time went on. She, She didn't have a lot of the tools that she needed to be the mom that she wanted to be, but she was a great mom when she was raising me and Tina. You know what I mean? She really was. So I understood that as time went on, she evolved. She got older. She did not stay the same. So when she got married and had three more children, of course, those children was going to be treated a, little, a lot differently than me and my sister. Because of the fact that with the time frame that we grew up in, we didn't grow up in the same time frame as our younger siblings. And so because of that, sometimes it could be looked at, looked like as, oh, they're treated better or 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 they were the favorite children because look how we were raised. No, that is not the case. Let me tell you that is truly not the case. I understand now. My mother had to do what she had to do and she had to do it. And there was no book for her to have on how to raise two young ladies. It wasn't so we had to be those ones that she raised the way she did and then when my younger siblings um came they were raised in the time frame that they were raised because they were raised like in the 90s you know this the the 80s between the 80s and the 90s and me and tina was raised you know within the the late 60s and the you know late between the late 60s and late 70s so it was going to be a different time so of course they were going to be you know probably treated you know, differently or raised a little bit differently because she had to to evolve, she had to grow. So why don't we think that parents can't grow? Parents need to grow. Don't you think they need to grow? Mm -hmm. And I think that we, as the children, you know, as we get older, we need to grow. You know what I mean? We need to grow. So, and then also too, I wanna also free you too that if you have a problem with, you know, your younger siblings, you know, and the older siblings, don't always mix and mingle all the time and they don't always mix and mingle all the time because the younger siblings were raised or born at a different era than you. I was raised in one era and they were raised in another era. So, OK, they are not going to. And our ages are not super duper close. So, of course, if I'm grown, I'm grown and I moved out and I'm on my own with my family. Then, yeah, my, my younger siblings are going to still be home with mom and dad and they're going to be doing whatever they're doing there. And then as they get older, they're going to move on and go on in life. All we can do as the y- older siblings is love them from where they are, except the, them being young and understand that they're not going to be on the same level as, as, as you. You know, they're not going to be on the same level as me. They're going to be on that level together because you, they are younger. Right or wrong? Of <laughs> course, Okay, I'm just, I just want to make sure that well, you know, I'm, I'm putting this out there correctly because there's some people that's not free. Because like I said, they are jealous of their younger siblings or they or feel as though they're not as close to the younger siblings as they should be. And let me just free you, okay? Please get free tonight because you don't have to be close to your younger siblings if that's not the case. But what you can do is continue to love them Continue to text. If you text, if you call, if you see each other, if you get together, it's all good. But let me tell you something. If you don't, it's still good. As long as everybody know everybody is good. Okay. So free yourself from that. And let me tell you, I have to just say this and then I'm going to let you go, Bishop. I have to say this because my son-in-law was the one who actually taught me that. And and this was a while ago. This This was a while ago. My, I talked to my son-in-law about this and I, you know, and I was saying, you know, well, I'm trying to do this. I'm, I'm trying to mend relationships, you know, cause like I said, my, my um, sister that's close to me, um, she passed on, you know, some years ago, I think it's like four years now. And this was around that particular time that we was having this conversation. So about four years ago. And as I'm talking to my son-in-law about this, he's like, mom, he's like, mom, think about something. He said, listen to what you're saying. If you're trying to do something says to me that it's and it's not working, that is not something you need to keep trying to do. You know what I mean? Maybe you need to just let that go and let things fall the way they may. Never thought about that. <laughs> Never thought about it. Sometimes you're trying to force things that you don't need to force is what I'm trying to say. And and, and I'm saying that relationship wise when it comes to your siblings. And you don't have to force anything because if you talk, if you text, if you see each other, if you call each other, okay it's all good. And again, if you don't, it's still good as long as you know everybody good. Mm -hmm. So get yourself free tonight, baby. Don't keep holding on to younger siblings, older siblings. This kid is the good kid. This kid is the bad kid. Stop holding on to that stuff. Let that stuff go and start revisiting the past and stop bringing up old stuff. You're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, and so on. It's time for you to start living your life the way God has, you know, placed for you placed you here to live. You can't keep living in the past. you got to move on from all of that. You just got to. You yeah, know, you truly do. You truly do. But go ahead, because i got some things I'm going to go no, no, over but. I don't want you to, you don't want to talk, you don't want to say nothing there? I going to say something. Okay, Patrick. Gotcha. okay. So yeah, so you just get yourself free tonight, get free from all of that. Don't let, you know, past hurts, is what I'm saying, you know, keep dictating how you live every day. You know, you can't even do your business right. You on alcohol, you can't get off of it, it's just hard, you probably on drugs. You know, you're struggling with that. That's a problem. You can't get free because this stuff that happened to you back in the past. You got stuff that happened to people back when they was in the military and all these other things that they've done in their life or jobs and stuff. And they can't get over it or get the the, the bombs out of their head or whatever they might have seen. And now they live in a life as an alcoholic, a drug addict, a prostitute or whatever it is that they're out there doing, because you keep letting that stuff, that trauma, that thing that happened to you. That's where you live. That's where you stop living. You know, you stop living when that thing happened to you and then you can't get back to your life. Your life stopped. And I mean, whatever age it was, you know, you got people, like I said, sexual abuse. They stop wherever that childhood trauma stopped. That's that's where they stopped. When that tra- childhood trauma hit them, they couldn't get past it. So now they living in in a 50 year old body, a 60 year old and 70 year old and above. They living in those bodies, but they still only 12. Or they still only fifteen, or they still only thirteen or fourteen, and then you're trying to take your thirteen or fourteen year old self into a marriage, and get married, and be married to somebody who is supposed to be forty or thirty or whatever year years old they are, but really they still fifteen. They still even think fifteen. They even do stuff like they were fifteen. Can't clean up behind themselves. Can't you know keep a job. You know can't function, you know, correctly, don't want to socialize with nobody, don't want to, you know, just, I mean, still thinking as a kid, still talking as a child, still acting as a child, because that trauma stops you right there. Get yourself free tonight. We're going to pray before we done with this segment that God will free you tonight, because it's time for you to get delivered and set free. It's time for you to begin to live your life the way that God intended it for you to live. And that's abundant, you know, blessed, highly favored, you know, all of that. You know, you got to get free from this stuff. So also, too, you got people not being, like I said, not being able to hold a job. You got fear of stepping out and doing your own thing, your own business, whatever it is. You got to get yourself free. You just got to get free. Tonight is your night. I'm telling you, if you're tuned in to us tonight, tonight is your night. Really good. Yes, story. You got to get free. You got to love people. You got to forgive. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got to do it. You can't keep living the same and doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That's another thing. You got to grow up and be a man and be a woman. Right? Amen. got to. You got to. You cannot do the same things. And like I said, expecting a different result. Get yourself delivered and set free tonight.
1: You know, tonight, um, because I feel it, you know, tonight uh, you were speaking to somebody tonight out there. Yes. And sometimes you got to let, you just got to let go and let God. Yes. And you got to get it out there for this person. Mm-hmm. Because in this season, this time, we see that a lot of this is going on mm-hmm. because of COVID, everybody's home and all this, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff is coming
0: out now. in this Yes. Season, you
1: know. But you got to look at it. You can't keep blaming people for your past. Yes. You know, you and I see a lot of that's going on. You now. cannot.
0: And, and the word I got tonight, I'm talking
1: about character traits, but also the word God gave me is awareness. Mm-hmm. And the problem we have in our relationships, in our family, with our children, is a lot of parents is not aware. Mm. Not aware.
0: That's good. You know. A lot of this stuff went on you seen the signs mm-hmm. this person growing up
1: you seen it was a problem there but what there was no awareness you didn't check it you mm-hmm. didn't talk to your child but i don't want to get ahead of myself but i'm talking tonight about uh the character traits mm-hmm. of a good child a bad child and also parenting you know a lot of people want to blame their parents and all this stuff and, uh, and a lot of times when you raising up children or you had a, you about to have a child, mm-hmm. you ever think about, man, I need to,
0: you know, prepare myself for this child first. Right.
1: You know, get ready you for this child. You don't always think about that. No. Yet. And then also be willing to teach this child some things. Mm-hmm. Bringing this child in the world. Yes. And you got to realize this child knows nothing. hmm so whatever you teach in this child, whatever parenting skills you have,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, this is what this child is going to learn. Yes. So a lot of this stuff, the child is learning from that uncle. Yes. That aunt, mm-hmm. or whoever is babysitting them or yes. whatever. What are these people that you putting in this child's life teaching them. And you? Mm-hmm. What are you teaching this child wow, that's good. supposed to be yours? That's right. See, now this is where accountability comes. If you're a parent and you never taught this child anything. And then you look back and say, well, why is this child acting like this? Mm-hmm. Why are you always acting out? Mm-hmm. You didn't teach him nothing, but you showed him more than you was teaching him mm-hmm. by your actions. Yes. What are you saying out of your mouth? Mm-hmm. Cussing at a child every day. Yeah. You know, beating them down. Yes. You're going to be nothing like your dad mm-hmm. or, you know, you're going to be sorry like your mom mm-hmm. or you just like your brother or your uncle. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that to a child. They looking at that uncle, so they didn't took their eyes off of you, Mm -hmm. and they looking at the person you told them they act like, or Mm. look like,
0: or, or, mm. or, you know,
1: you just like your sorry dad. Mm. So what do you think this child's going to take on? Yes. Uh, I must be like my sorry dad, Mm. so that means I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So, now the character traits of a good child. Mm. Now, a good child shows that, you know, his social skills, Mm -hmm. he's courteous, His integrity, he's honest, he's he's courageous, you know, he's assertiveness. I wrote these things down. He's dependable, he's respectful. Yes. This is a good child. A good child shows these traits.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He goes to school, he's gonna make good, he's gonna get good grades, come home, he's gonna take care of the clothes and stuff or the toys that you buy at Christmas time or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. This child is gonna be you know, respectful because he loves his parents. Yes. You know, he, he want to make something, you know, wash the dishes,
0: right. clean his room, mm-hmm.
1: do whatever the parent want him to do because yes. this is a respectable child and he loves his parents yes. and the parent is is showing love back, saying, yes. you know what, you did a good job today. Yes. Oh, I'm proud of you because you got a B or mm-hmm. A's or whatever you get in school. Yes. And this is what it's all about, a good parent. When that child look at a mom and a dad together Uh in the house, that parent, yeah, sees a strong dad. My dad go to work take care of this responsibility my mom is is taking care of the house or she's working or doing whatever they working as a team Mm -hmm. so this is what this this is what you program this child with you showing them love and affection because why the dad loves the mom yes and and this is what you building on yes you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but when you got one parent it's hard all i see is my mom working and I, she's going out some nights to party yeah she needs to party somewhere she needs an, out, an outlet or whatever it may That's be right mm-hmm. we got to understand Growing up as a child, you see that, but also the enemy is right there, and you can always take on the negative. Yes. But did you see anything good? Yes. About
0: your what parents? was the good? What was the good?
1: What did your mom do? That's At right. Christmas time, my mom bought me gifts. Yes. Or my mom made sure I ate every day. Yes. Did I think about that? Mm-hmm. Only thing I could see is the bad. What yes. did you see growing up? Yes. And that's what you took on. For. Yes. I'm pretty sure your parents. Yeah. You still alive. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to put pampers on you. They had to feed you. They yep. took care of it. Who took care of you? Somebody protected you all this time. Yes. It may not be the way that you wanted it. Yes. You know, yes. everybody's not, you know, raised up in a uh, parents are rich and to do all this stuff. That's so, right. So your environment, that's what you've learned. That's right. But that don't mean you got to stay in that environment. You can always move. Yes. You don't have to have that attitude because your dad came home with a bad attitude. That don't mean you had to take it on. Mm hmm. So it's character traits it's yes. because your your uncle was a drunk or whatever it may be. But that don't mean you got to be. That's that. right. You got to say, you know what? I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like my dad. Yes. Whatever my dad did wrong. I want to take on the good stuff that my dad showed me or my uncle. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So this is character traits that we take on. But it's also awareness as a parent. You supposed to look at that child and say, hey, You know, you're going the wrong way. We need to talk to you. We need to correct this right now. That's right. But if you're not paying attention, you're just gonna let it go. Uh And this is where this child take it to another level and start doing it goes from uh spilling around the house. Now stealing outside. Now
0: feeling as though he can just take from people. Mm-hmm. This monster you created because you should have disciplined that child in the home. Yes. When he went in
1: your purse the first time, you should have spanked him. Yes. Or he stole something from somebody. Mm-hmm. So everything in life is a learned behavior.
0: Yes, it is. So don't
1: make excuses because this child came out knowing nothing. That's so right. Whatever you taught, whatever you teach in this child, that's what that child is. Yes, lying. and what So you mean? need to look at yourself as a parent and yes. say, you know what. I Need to stop cussing around this right. child,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know yes. what I'm saying,
0: or whatever they I don't need to them.
1: teach this child how to roll up a joint, yes, or, or oh, how now. to do cocaine, whatever they or seeing. drinking around this child, yes, Lord. You know, why you think you can do this? This is what a lot of parents too say, mm-hmm. you know, don't, uh, don't do what I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this y'all
1: seen what you do. What yes. do you think that y'all gonna do? He's gonna grow up and do what you do, yes, uh, don't be like me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, this is all you showed them then. If you start showing them that you changed Maybe that y'all will learn something from you yeah, and not the bad from you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, that's
0: good. That's good good because also, too, and what, you you know, all of this going hand in hand is that Mm -hmm. some people feel as though they don't want to discipline their kids because of the way they felt as though they were disciplined as children. And what do you think is going to happen when you don't discipline them? Mm -hmm. Okay, they're going to discipline you as time go on or the streets going to discipline them or the jail going to discipline them. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to do it because you felt as though oh you got spanked and so you know I'm not gonna spank my kids because I was spanked. Well, you were fool because the Bible even tell you the the, the spare to rod for the child and also too if you beat your child they shall not die. Mm-hmm. If you drive that you and when you do beat them you driving the devil out of them. So that's perfect. That's good what mm-hmm. you're saying right there. Yeah, you got some people who, who stuck there. And now
1: awareness mm-hmm. is what we what I'm saying tonight. Awareness. Mm-hmm. So now a bad child. The child going to show some anger, mm-hmm. some outbursts. Mm-hmm. This remind you of some of your kids temper tantrum. You mm-hmm. know, emotion, the emotions going to and fro. You know what I'm saying? They spoil, they careless, they bossy, mm-hmm. bad behavior, mm-hmm. self destruction, self destructive. You mm-hmm. know, they always doing something out of order. Mm-hmm. You know, to get attention. Mm-hmm. They stubborn, mm-hmm. they selfish. These yes. are bad signs of a bad child. You know, when you see this going on, you need what you need to do. Yes. Let me tell you, as a good parent, mm-hmm. as a good parent, some good parenting skill. Number one, this is what it says about if you know God. Mm-hmm. A child of God, practice obedience mm-hmm. and righteousness and godliness. It ain't put in you, it's good and bad in all of us.
0: Yes, it but he said, up. A
1: child of God practice. Obedience.
0: yes mm-hmm. you know
1: when you see your mom think growing up when your mom told you or your dad told you to do something you had to be obedient to what they said mm-hmm. right but you you only know what that parent is telling you so mm-hmm. you gotta do you don't know if it's right or wrong you know when you a child child but as you grow up you start to say you know what i'm not supposed to do that mm-hmm. i'm not supposed to go that way Yep, you know, my dad, you know, was telling me to go the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I don't want to smoke, I don't want to drink, I don't want to do that. So a child of God practice obedience and righteousness and godliness. So it's not always
0: but that's not always taught to a person, right? So, what do you do when that's not taught? Hold on, all right. That's
1: what I'm saying. Okay, so you learn that from your
0: dad, that's right, or your mom. That's good. So
1: that's the way this child is going, but Uh along the way. God sent somebody. somebody. To warn you. Mm-hmm. God sent somebody to warn you. So it's always a warning before you go that that other direction or whatever. Yeah. You can talk to anybody. You mm-hmm. can talk to somebody in jail or whatever. They was warned before yes. they was going to that direction. Just like I tell you about marriage. Before you got involved in that relationship, you saw the signs. You was warned. Mm-hmm. So same way with our children. Same way. When you're going the wrong way, God always send us a warning, saved or unsaved. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, you had a warning. Yes. Now, bad parenting, Mm. number one. Mm -hmm. You know, bad parenting, you don't want to discipline the child. Mm -hmm. Or you want to discipline the child in front of other people, you know. That takes something from a child when you discipline a, a person in front of other people. You belittering them around the other children. You know, you always bad. You terrible. You know mm-hmm. why the other kids act good and you the bad.
0: One? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Lord That's Jesus. sowing a seed yes. into that
1: person's mind.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then the rest of the children. Yeah, you're showing
1: it. them that oh, he's bad. He's the bad one. He's terrible, and he's this and that. But you never
0: building him up, saying what he do good. But right. you are showing them. You telling
1: them that they the good kids. Mm-hmm. They keep, oh, they get good grades. He clean up his room. But you can't do that to a child. You showing a bad seed right there. This child, oh, you're always bad. You're never good. You're just like your dad and all this type of stuff. That's bad parenting. Number two, withholding affection. Never show this child love. That, you know what? Yeah, you did wrong right then and I'm going to spank you. But I want to let you know I do love you. Mm-hmm. You know That's why I'm disciplining you because I don't want you to be like your uncle or your dad or stealing and doing that. I'm not raising you up that way. Mm-hmm. You know? you know. So exactly. withholding affection. Show that child that you love them. Hug them. Come here. You know what I'm saying? You, I know you got it in you. You can do better than this. Number three, not setting rules. Not setting good examples for the children. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not telling them what to do and what not to do. You know, have rules around the house. You know that's this is a, this bad parenting. They don't have no rules. Mm-hmm. Everything go in the house. They go to bed when they feel like it. They yeah. get up when they feel no like discipline. It. They don't clean up the house. Like they I don't said, do back, to, back to discipline. Not, you not don't show your rules. child discipline
0: because you felt as though as a grown up you didn't. You know, where as a child you was mm-hmm. too way too disciplined. Yeah. So now you're you're growing your kids to not be disciplined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number four, it all goes hand in hand.
1: Lack of support. Mm-hmm. Never support the child. You know, always on the show, the bad that they do, but never talk about the good that this child is doing or never trying to support them. You know, it's like what do looking at this, the awareness to look at this child and say, you know what? You're not like your brother. OK, this one like football, that one like basketball, or this one like reading, you know, point them in that direction. Get them off of what they the wrong way they going and get them into something that they like or something that, you know, you want them to get some help along the way. We're going to put them in a program. Make it a little better for them.
0: I feel like today. I mean, you're doing good with what you're saying, but so for some mm-hmm. reason, it seems like we got off track. No, 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 no. Anyway, no. go ahead. I'm go saying,
1: ahead. no, I let you, <laughs> you know, you did yours. Mine's right, exactly. a little separate from yours. Right. Number five,
0: <laughs>
1: comparing your children to one another.
0: Yes. Yeah, you, know you should what never I'm do that.
1: Well, like you're saying, the older ones
0: and the younger ones, mm-hmm. or if you got a divided family. You know, you had like your dad
1: side, and the other side is like the stepdad or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And no, you can't compare children. What I learned when you come into a relationship, yours are not yours. You got to make this family become one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got to treat that child like not separate from the other children. Mm-hmm. You, if they getting a spanking, you getting a spanking. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Everybody's getting a spanking. Yes. So you got to learn how to parent. It's parent the good parenting. skills. is. That's bad when you try to separate it you know make this child feel like you know you know they not a part of the family so you always got to make a child feel like they part of the family And number six is my last one (laughs) okay not proud not being proud of what they achieved not showing them like Mm -hmm. back to affection and not showing a child what you know
0: that they accomplished something in life yes all right well
1: my, husband went, my husband went yeah, on a whole different
0: that. situation. We no, wasn't talking about children about- tonight, but mm-hmm. that was good what you said, because it does wrap into as like I said, as you mm-hmm. become an adult, it's time for you to take on better responsibilities for yourself and not continue to blame others for or your parents continuously for things that happened to you as a child. So um, what my husband, you know, did yeah, no, that was good. That was, no, that, no, was no, good. that was my side. Right. That you was Joe, know, yeah. He side. he went from the, the child, what the child might think parenting on that good, side. And I'm coming and from bad. not letting childhood traumas mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, ruin your adult world. You know what I mean? Your adult world. So anyway, Evangelist said I heard a lot of that from my parents when I was coming up as a child. There was so much abuse going on with the parents, that there was no teachings on discipline between me and my siblings. But I thank God for my parents. They did the best they could for us. But when I said we had to learn some of us uh, the hard way, it is what I used to say. But now when I really look at it, we had to learn the way God wanted it to go. There was a lot of hurt and a lot of pain, but it cost me um, or it caused, or cost me to tell the woman that I am. Oh, it, okay. In other words, it added up to for her being the woman she is today. And he said, even though we had to learn and to get, um, the teaching from someone else, we didn't even realize that later on in life that we could, that we would need all of that and all that was not, all that they was not getting from the parent. So they, um, so parents, so we've, uh. Well, put and you know, the position, in other words, they would put in, they had to learn and then God wanted us to learn from some of us and still, you know, she probably was talking to the mic <laughs> some of these words are a little jumbled, but some of us can't, can't let it go, in other words, you know, some of them can't let the hurt, the pain and all that stuff that they had to go through as children, they can't let it go. And see, and that's why I was talking about this subject tonight, dear, <laughs> because people are hurting. And I'm just saying tonight that you don't have to hurt no more. You can let it go. You can go ahead and live the life that God has already planned for you. You don't have to keep carrying around this stuff. Stop being mad at your siblings. Stop being mad at your mom and your dad. Stop being mad about stuff that had happened when you were a kid. They did the best that they could. You know, stop this. Stop being 15. Stop being stuck at 20. Stop being stuck wherever you were stuck, wherever the trauma hit you. Stop being stuck in that area. Because God don't want you stuck in that area. And then the tool, use the tools, you know, my husband just gave as far as how to be a better person, how to be a better parent, you know, how to love your child if you have children now. Because you don't want to take that same trauma and put that trauma onto your children. You don't want to take the way you're thinking about raising your children and thinking that the way you're thinking about raising them is the right way. And they grow up to tell you that you didn't raise them right. Right? that you raised them wrong, that you did not do your job as a parent, because there's a lot of that going on. Like I said, with, with, with the grown children today, they get mad because they see you and you, know, you might have, you know, the parent might, you know, have a better relationship maybe with the younger siblings than they do with the older siblings, but it doesn't mean that they have a better relationship. It's just that the younger siblings are young and they still have to be raised. So you still raising them or, you know, or because you had to raise them last, they are the ones that stick close to home. And, you know, it's not that the other ones are not good or they, they or they're bad. It's just that they have grown up. They have their own grown mindset and they're living their own grown lives. And there's nothing wrong with that. So we just wanted to free some folks tonight on that and free you as a parent and free you as a child of God. Right. Yes. On that, that you don't have to carry that around, you know, like you were saying about, you know, your dad and how y'all got a good relationship now. And you carried some stuff around for some years, you know what I mean? When it came to him leaving and not being there to raise him. But it was okay, You know, some of us like my dad, my dad wasn't there completely to raise me. But now that I see my other stepbrothers and sisters, I'm kind of glad he wasn't because, you know, I'm sorry, but a lot of them didn't come out that good. They just didn't. You know, and so, you know, um, I have brothers and sisters, some of them, they didn't come out good, you know, so, and I'm talking about on my dad's side. So it was good that my dad wasn't there to really raise me. It was good that I had mom. Mom was there for me. So for me to sit down and throw back in her face to say, well, you beat me, you did this to me, you did that to me. That is not my position. And I've never held that position. I went out when I got grown. You know what I did? I went to my mother and I told her, I said, mom, you know what? Thank you for beating me because it made me a strong woman. And it also taught me a lot. It taught me how to do things with my children, you know, as as I had to raise them, you know, that, you know, I was a single parent when I had Rebe. You know, when I had my daughter, I was a single parent. So I had to make sure that she was going to be safe that nobody was going to, you know, molest her or touch her in any kind of way and make sure I kept her close. And you know, my kids wasn't allowed to go over people's house and spend the night. And they wasn't allowed to do a lot of things you know, you know, and no, nobody wasn't allowed to come in our house and all that kind of stuff when they were younger because they were young. They were our first children. My my son and my daughter, They was our first children. And so we wanted to hold them tight and keep them and all that. Right. Keep them safe. Yes. That's what parents. And that's do. what parents are supposed to do. We're supposed to do that. And so we didn't want them, you know, doing a lot of the things that they wanted to go out there and do, you know, and so now that the, you know, you have the younger ones and it's like, oh, well, why are they able to do this and do that? And do that Well, this was all a different time. You have to understand we have evolved over the years. Nobody stays the same. Nobody's going to raise their children the same. If you had, you know, one set of children and later on you had another set of children, you're not going to raise them the same. You're not going to be the same person raising them. You're going to change because the years change. Right. Exactly. The time exactly. changed Come exactly. on, baby. Yep. You know. You're not going to be the same person. So, you know, you have to know that and understand that and get over it and then grow up and be the man and woman that God has called you to be. You are free tonight to be that man and that woman that God has called you to be. If you haven't been the man or the woman that God called you to be, well, tonight is your night. Like I said, you are free. God don't hold none of this stuff. God forgives all things, right? He forgives. And especially if you are, you know, you the one that, like I said, holding on to the hurt. People are living their lives. People are not worried about you being hurt. That's another thing. People are living every single day. They going about every single day. They're not sitting around worrying about what you're worrying about. And then you want to keep reliving the past. I mean, some of y'all, if you go to y'all Facebook pages and read and start looking at some stuff that's on your Facebook page, is do you live in the present or do you live in the past? Do you see more things on your Facebook page or your Instagram page from the past, or do are you seeing things from the present? Because the Lord, the Lord told told you know the Word of God says to what live in the present. Let tomorrow take care of itself. You will be living for today because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So you shouldn't be living in the future. You got people living in the future. Oh, you know I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going. You know you will be living for today. Right now, this moment, this time, this season. Right now. Yeah, that's it. You know, what time you have, baby? Uh, <laughs> so you know what my husband was it's saying. Beautiful. You know, is, is is like right on time. Like I said, mm-hmm. and knowing how to be, you know, knowing what the characteristics of a good kid is, a bad kid, and all this kind of stuff. You know, none of that stuff really. You know what I mean? None of that stuff really matters as long as you loving your child. Mm-hmm. If you love your child. You know, and, you know, turn things around for them. Don't let what happened to you, the trauma that happened in your life. What's Is what your you Six fifty four. Oh, okay. You ruin, yeah. you know, ruin, mm-hmm. you know, how you're raising your kids if you have them. You know, if you are, you know, already past the childbearing years and you're struggling.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> stop yeah. Stop struggling. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, let me give the guy what you saying let me give the good traits of a good parent
0: oh go ahead i'm sorry i didn't know you had you more
1: know, <laughs> no, this is just simple okay you know a good parent you know you may have a bad child mm-hmm. and you know don't give up on that child you know what i'm saying just mm-hmm. being aware like i i said the awareness there mm-hmm. so you don't give up just because the child is bad and you see they acting like the dad or whatever it may be you know don't give up on that child mm-hmm. you know yeah and then to be consistent Mm-hmm. you know when you discipline a child be you know don't just let it go
0: yeah you know what
1: i'm saying if the child is doing bad be consistent on the punishment that you you know you set out keep uh, your word about it that's right don't try to you know, award somebody for
0: bad behavior. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem right there. Yeah, that's that good. Parent, you can, You got to be consistent. If you spank them, spank them. Yes. So, or You don't take
1: their toy away from them. Don't go right back a few minutes later and take it back, you know, mm-hmm. give it back to them or whatever. You got to be consistent in the discipline of a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't just let them get away with these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, try not to overreact just because a child is being bad. You know what I'm saying? Spank them, discipline them. Don't don't try to beat the daylights out of them because they did something simple. It's like you gotta you gotta kind of balance it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: You gotta discipline you know? with love. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you discipline don't discipline that child with child, some love. A child spilt something in the house. That that don't make you want to beat the daylights out of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You so don't overreact. Yes. You know, yes. as a parent. Yes. Number four, talk to your child. Yep. You know, that's where you should be first. Not all beating them all the time, or cussing them out. Talk to them. Find uh-huh. out what happened. What's going on? What's the problem? Why are you getting bad grades? Uh-huh. You know, maybe they're not sleeping at night. Maybe they tired of you and the wife arguing and, and <laughs> keeping them up all night or <laughs> yeah. whatever it may be. Yep. Talk to your child how Did they feel. Mom and dad, I don't want y'all arguing all the time. Yep. You to realize that stuff that people do in, they, in your life affects the people in your home or around you so
0: yes it does
1: you know number five be positive yes it does you know be positive when your child do something good be positive about it. oh i like you you know you took it on your the responsibility on your own to clean yes. your room i didn't have to tell you this time good job you know be positive they get good grades in school oh man that's perfect you know you're doing a wonderful job number six Offer rewards sometime when they clean up the house or do whatever they, you know, yeah, I want to take you out today or I want to treat you. I'm going to give you a few dollars for doing that for us. You know what I'm saying? Reward your kids, you know, not for bad behavior, but good behavior. So, you know, uh, that's all I have tonight. I hope that helps somebody. Be a good parent. You know what I'm saying? Be aware. Yes. You know, don't leave your kids in the house all the time by themselves. So they tearing up the house or building bombs or whatever. You should know you the parent. Yeah, well. You know, it's called accountability. Yes, Lord. You know what I'm saying?
0: Parents ain't parenting parent. no more. So you
1: they know. need they need to be spanked, spank them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Raise the raise them better. You should be doing better than what your parents raised you because you got all these tools now. You can get help. You can learn. You can read books. You know, you can do different things to learn how to parent better than what you do, your parents did. Yes. That's all we're trying to say. Yes. And then like my wife was saying, don't hold on to the past. Forgive your parents. Forgive your your um your family, you know, your brothers, your sisters. Uh-huh. Get over
0: it. Yes.
1: Even if they was raised, the younger was raised better than you, whatever. Get over yourself. Move on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't hold on to it 30, like we were saying, 30, 40 years. Now you done lost a lot of those years holding on to, to to some really some nonsense yes you know and they ain't even thinking about it no more
0: sure enough now
1: you still hanging on to it yes yes, yes. you know you got to get over it yes move
0: on. and i do want to say one thing before we close out is that no child no parent um wants to reward a child that constantly gives them trouble yes because you got kids out here thinking that they're being picked on because you know they feel as though you know maybe their are other other like I said again siblings um got more than what they got or they didn't get what they wanted to, they wanted to have what those other siblings have but no parent I know is going to reward a child that's being di- you know being difficult okay being difficult constantly doing something constantly doing something wrong because you, you do got some kids out here who just they want attention, but they want negative attention. They'll do anything for it. And they'll even do something negative constantly to keep that attention and then think that you're supposed to reward them. And, oh, you know, I'm the black sheep. I'm the black sheep. You're not the black sheep because you know why? you the black sheep because you keep saying that's what you are. You're speaking that over yourself. And then you want to place that on the family and say, oh, I'm the black sheep of the family because I don't get as much love or whatever you feel as so though you're not getting. Well, Maybe you're not getting that because of the respect you have or because the love you show or because of the way you are. And especially as an adult, as you grow, as you get older, you know, if you want better relationships with your parents or with your siblings, you have to put that out. You have to you have to go to them. You have to ask number one for forgiveness for how you feel. And then you have to get over yourself and over your feelings and start to go in. Because even the Bible says, if you want friends, show yourself friendly. So show yourself friendly to your family and stop running around with this title of the black sheep, because I used to run around with that title too. And then because I kept telling myself, that's what I was. That wasn't what I was. I was never that. My mama always loved me. She might have not loved me the way I wanted to be loved or the way I felt as though she should have, but I know that my mother loved me, you know? So there was no black sheep. It's just that, like I said, my younger siblings were born in a different era than me and my other, my other sister. And so therefore, you know, she had to do it how the times were and, and and with the tools that she had. So if you're a parent going through that or hearing that from your kid or you got that going on right now, Pray for them to get delivered and get set free and you get set free right now from it so that you don't have to keep revisiting the same conversations over and over again. Get yourself free. Let them be free and let, you know, it's time for everybody to go on in their life and be the man and the woman that God has called you to be. And even if you don't follow God, be whatever man or woman, you know, that you want to be. Okay. Do that in life and let go and let God and stop revisiting the past because the past right now, to as of this day, it is buried. It is buried and it's not coming back. So that's how you got to see it. And that's how you got to keep it in your life. Let nobody disturb your peace, your joy, your happiness, your family, the love you have going on. Don't let nobody come in and disturb that. Amen. Amen. Amen amen anyway thank y'all so much for joining us for the marriage cafe um like i said i have uh books and stuff i think i got one right here. i have my books and stuff you know you can go there you can get a copy of uh, marriage uh wisdom moments also a cup of daily wisdom for your marriage you can go there um to my site is at dailymarriagewisdom.com there is a there's six months worth of marriage wisdom in my first book And there's 30, 31 days of marriage wisdom in this book to help you to get free in your marriage, to get free in your life, to just get free and delivered and set free and start to think about the things that you're doing. Wisdom is the key. God's word and wisdom is the key. I'm telling you, and you will get set free. So thank you guys for joining us tonight. I just pray that whatever you got from us tonight has helped you. We are grateful for your time and we're grateful for you watching. So we're going to pray for you guys. Um, Dearly Father, I come, we come right now to you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, asking, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that every ear that is listening, yes, that they will be set free and delivered right now in the name of Jesus, that Satan, you don't have no power over God's people. You're going to release folks right now in right. the name of Jesus. You are yes. now released. You are now set free to live the life that God has called you to live, to be the man and the woman that God has called you to be. And you are set free to do what God has called you to do. The past is the past, and it is buried right now in the name of Jesus. It shall not live, it shall not live in you no more, and it shall not like, dictate the way that you live your life. Your life should be lived for God and for God you live and for God you shall die. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We pray blessings over marriages. We pray deliverance over marriages, over cheating, over lying, over deceptiveness. Father God, we cast all those wicked spirits Back down to the enemy where they came from in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, right now that marriages are being set free and marriages are being set free to be used by you, Father. We thank you, Lord, and we give you all the glory, honor, and all the praise tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. You are free. You are free to go about the cabin. We thank you so much. We love y'all. Have a blessed, blessed, and wonderful week. Awesome week. Awesome week. In Jesus' name. God bless. Love y'all.